guest, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah, for sure. My name's Xavius, last name Rogers. Alright, and my name is Kenny. And it's Eli. And today, pretty much, we wanted to have Zay on to pretty much just go over a few things as far as like his backstory, um, a few topics that we have in mind to go over, as, as, as well as upcoming store that's going to be um, opening pretty soon. And just pretty much get started on pretty much Zay, your whole, like, let's get it started on your backstory, man. Okay, yeah, so um, I'm from, G- from damn. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, can we redo that part? Nah, just keep it running. Alright, shit, yeah. So I'm from Virginia Beach. Um, growing up in the area, I was always into clothing. So around the age of 17, me and a group of my friends, we started a clothing brand called Illegal Native. It was cool. Then around the age of, I want to say 21, turning 22, we opened up our first store under Pacers. That was pretty cool. We had about two locations, uh, 35th Street and Granby. We did that. Right, right. And so I remember, I don't know if you remember, but our first time meeting, uh, I was like a senior in high school. And I remember, I think I DM'd you or hit you up about a, a legal native, like, quarter zip. It was the yellow quarter zip. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, this is so fire. Like, I need to cop this. Like, You know, it's funny. You know, I'm just meeting Zay for the first time today. But, you know, I, I heard about Pacers in high school, but I didn't know much about it and I didn't know that Illegal Native was part of that mm. I had that black t-shirt that said Illegal Native on the uh, oh on the arm yeah I love that t-shirt it fit so cool and that was, like, <laughs> the coolest t-shirt I had at the time oh but, shit that's dope yeah. and I just and I just thought like the whole movement like you guys had as far as like the Pacers and Illegal Native was just so dope to me especially since my senior year that's when I was starting to get into fashion yeah so like just seeing that especially at my own backyard it's like damn like so crazy so let me let me ask you. So when you were saying you were about seventeen, you first got into like fashion, right? Well, yeah. Well, I got into it. I mean, of course, like growing up, uh, kind of from childhood. I moved from Maryland, and um, so I was born here, but I grew up in Maryland for about until I was thirteen. So when I moved back, I didn't have any friends. So what I would do is this is like MySpace days. I would just search music and fashion, and I would print them out, and I'd take them to school until I could buy them. And so I'll be at the lunch table with the guys and, like, you know, everybody, and I'll be showing, like, different shit I found. And then, so I was already into it, I don't say, like, middle schools when I really got into it. So what were you, what were you into? Like, what brands were you into? Ah, uh, shit, man. Growing up, of course, Schmack, you know, that's, you know, classic Virginia Beach oh. brand. Yeah. Good yeah, yeah. I was, uh like, Artful Dodger Jeans, Red Monkey, um, growing up, Bait, BBC. Um... Pretty much like all all that type of shit at that time, you know the the Dipset era. So of course the Spizax hat came out around that time. So so yeah, so you know shit like that. So like going up like here Virginia Beach, like would you say like definitely the whole Pharrell as far as like music was a big influence on your like fashion? Yeah, very very much so. Um, I mean, pretty much that's that's what we grew up on. So that was our our style was. You know, Pharrell, Neptunes, you know, Nego, Bait, BBC, that was kind of what we was into. So I think that definitely, I mean, his whole, Pharrell, I mean, to be honest with you, Pharrell's whole style is Virginia Beach. It's with the 757 in general, but, you know, that's kind of like where we've taken a lot of our influences from is from Pharrell. Yeah. And would you say, like, when it comes to, like, maybe some of your own, like, personal, like, family, whether it's, like, dad or mom, like, mm-hmm. do you 
incorporate any sort of like style from them would you say uh to be honest nah so like my dad's an engineer uh he does like it work like a software engineer my mom's an environmental scientist so they're kind of on some completely different shit and <laughs> right. so uh they really not into fashion um i would say Brain, though. That's yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they they got their lane and everything. So you know, I definitely respect you know they they type of flow too. But um, I think the biggest person I would say maybe is my grandparents. Okay. They was like my grandma. Like even a lot of my jewelry, like I wear, um, is passed down. So okay. yeah. That's nice. So as far as like, all right. So as far as like things, kind of topics we're gonna get into as far as like things you're currently into, whether it's just like different sort of food, music, just et cetera, et cetera. So as far as, like, what kind of food are you into right now? Shit. Your favorite restaurant? Uh, man, favorite. I don't have one, to be honest with you. So I'm a, I'm a food, like, person for real. Like, that's my biggest thing I do. So I'll, I'll travel just to go try food. Um, Like, my top three favorite restaurants, maybe. I could maybe say that. Um, well, I, okay, so I, I, did some, I did some Instagram looking. So you're... you're yeah. You're a very you're a very well traveled man. Yeah. So let's, let's narrow it down. What's your favorite restaurants here in the area? In the area in the in the seven five. Seven five. Uh, Stein Hilbert. Gas. Yeah, that's that's a good spot. Um, Burner Ball one's pretty good. Haven't been there, but I heard that place is good. It's just good. Yeah. Uh, Aberdeen Barn. And then I'm trying to think of like a low key. Oh, of course, got to shout out Kotobuki. That's the best Japanese food you can get in the seven five seven. Where's that at? Twenty uh, first Street. Huh. Yeah, that's that's my partner's uh, my business partner's uh, family restaurant. That's okay. but it's it's actually fire. Like the best, it's the most authentic. His grandma's straight from Japan from Okinawa. Like they source they 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 fish. It's crazy. Um, hmm. and then I would say maybe Fellini's, yo. I think Fellini's. Yeah. If you yeah. just want some decent Italian food and not trying to spend too much, you can't go wrong with Fellini's. So I know a spot that me and Eli have been going oh to. Oh my God, we can't go one pod without <laughs> mentioning. <laughs> We've been going to uh, a spot called Luce on uh, Granby Street. Luce, Luce, the two, the two uh, level is like got like a rooftop. Nah, it's just nah. like a. It's, it's like right corner. across the street from Tappet Local. Oh, the fr- it's like French. Italian. It's Italian. Italian? Yeah, okay, it's okay, I, I've heard of it. I've heard. Yeah. I've actually never had it actually. It's yeah, it's really, it's really good. I'm about to try that out. I've, I think I've driven past it, but yeah, it's like yeah. small and quaint. Mm-hmm. Now, would you say as far as, like, when it comes to traveling, like, what's some of the best, like, food that you've had from a, maybe a certain city or a certain country? Mm, Africa. Mm. Crazy seafood in Africa. You've been to Africa? Yeah. What? Where in Africa? I was in, I was in Ghana for, like, a month. It's lit? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy out there. Uh, so, I was I was out there. That They had some crazy seafood. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, Paris. I ain't really fuck with the food in Paris. I'm be honest with you. You know, I I I feel that way too. I feel like if I were to go to Paris, it would be cool, but like yeah. I wouldn't. It just feel it looks all bland. It's like bland food. Yeah, and, I mean, I, I didn't really go in. I was in Paris like a week, so I didn't really. I should have actually went to more spots, but um, my boy Sofian was taking me to some local spots. It was good, but it wasn't like. Oh my god. Yeah, I went to like one fancy restaurant. I would say you know. Um, it was it was good, but it just I've had better. Yeah. So you know I didn't really get, but they had the most Michelin star restaurants in Paris. So right. I can't knock them. Yeah, I I didn't try everything yet, so I gotta I gotta go back and see what's good. Nice. Now as far as like we're gonna 
go into as far as like music like what kind of music right now are you kind of into at the moment yo I'm into everything but like the best shit I really be fucking with is Afrobeat like ever mm-hmm. since I was in Africa man like it's just the best you can play it all all year you know what I mean yeah. it, no matter your mood you just want some good music like but I'm into everything like especially Marvin Gaye's my favorite artist so yeah. I play that every day but I I mix it up it's my grandma's favorite artist for real Marvin too. yeah, yeah you see he took over the Beatles yeah. as the yeah the, just what yesterday they announced that yeah it's crazy so would you who would you say as far as like your top five artists to listen to just mm. like it don't have to be right now at this current moment but just of all time yeah, who your favorite? Who are your favorite Afrobeat artist? Like, what's your favorite? Mm, bro, so many, bro. I mean, it sounds cliche, but Wizkid, bro, Wizkid is just crazy. Wizkid is crazy. Um, bro, it's like so many. Like, I be literally like all my homies in Africa and like UK be putting me onto so much shit, bro. So it's like so many different names. I just got like a whole playlist of just like UK Africa, and right. just like different ones. But um, I had to get on my phone actually. I like, look at their names personally, but uh. Um, if it was like if I were to pick like my all time favorite like artists to play, I would say like old old Jewels and Jim. Yo, mm. you know I hit it with Marvin right after that. Jewel Santana. Yeah. Said, I got a whole selection. A whole collection. collection. <laughs> Yo, that is so fun. Bro, you even say nothing. Bro, no nobody's bro. Jewels, bro, is is undisputed, bro. Uh, bro, like I, I'm gonna be honest with you, Max B. Mm, Fuck with Max yeah. B, heavy. Yeah. Uh, but I'm into like a lot of, like like Rock Marciano, uh, Rock Marciano. I mean, yeah. yeah, Bodie James. That nigga be snapping. Anything that Alchemist is on is crazy to yeah. me. Um, it depends on the move. I'm into some hype shit. I mean, of course, old Weezy, old Jay Z is crazy. Mm. But um, yeah, shit like that. Uh, okay, so I gotta get your opinion on this because me and Eli we was going back and forth. So how do you feel about Travis Scott? <laughs> Whack. Uh, Whack. I mean, I I, I, per, I mean like like how do I feel about his music or like what, like just his well, overall music. Okay, let me get a okay. feel. Let me get a feeling question out there. All right, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. how many Travis Scott meals have you had to date? No, 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 no. Fair enough. But but, <laughs> but no, no, no. But, but see, my thing is this: like, I don't, I don't like me personally. I'm not influenced by niggas, and so I never was a nigga that was like. Oh shit! Like this nigga said, he fuck with, so I'ma fuck with it, and that that's cliche to say, cause you know everybody wanna say oh da da da, but don't get me wrong, it's a lot of shit that niggas do. But I look at Travis, like I respect Travis, and like I mean any artist and whatnot, like I fuck with his, like you know his music is crazy to me, you know I fuck with his music, like that's the thing. It's like as a businessman, I think mm-hmm. they like a deal with McDonald's is crazy, that's crazy, insane. Un- unheard of. So like business wise, yeah, it's cool, but like just. It's every album after uh, Rodeo sounds exactly the same to me. Well, Nothing see, changes. Yeah, but see, like this, this how I look at it, bro. It's kind of like it's like okay, so it's like you have your style, right? Right. So it's almost like Picasso, like or like an artist. Right. So when you can't really be, you know, some artists that's who they are, and they only can make things like Kanye is, like I say, the best example because. Kanye literally changes with how he feels. Right. You can literally tell different parts of Kanye's life, what he was going through, um, with women, you know, any type of bullshit, you can tell he changes. But some artists, they don't change, just like humans. So, like, I feel like Travis' music stays the same 
because that's just who he is. Right, that's what he, got him where he. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's kind of like it's almost like a, it's like designing. Like if that's your, if you're a minimalistic designer, you can't really ex- expect a minimalistic designer to be avant-garde two years later. And you know, so it's kind of like, you know, it, it maybe us as individuals or consumers, we get bored with it, and we want something new. We want to like, oh, I want to hear him do this. But you know, I, I can under I can understand both sides of it. You know what I mean? I feel. Yeah, because we we both like kind of shared our thoughts as far as like when it comes to Kanye like recently and like obviously of course with this whole like massive like just a leash of just different tweets and everything and it's just like his music now it's like I don't know it's 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 gospel music yeah it's pretty much this whole transition into gospel music is I mean it's been good like his last album he put out I thought you don't have to don't you don't have to do that it wasn't (laughs) you don't have to (laughs) it was was okay like it was okay but Hearing like, hearing graduation for the first time when I was in like elementary school, like that was so much of a I don't know, just a like a culture shock for me, just because like listening at like I, every time I listen to graduation, I go back to that time of me like first listening for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, like Kanye's been so in- influential throughout the whole years as far as like, when it comes to fashion and just music, but I think him recently with just all this like backlash he's been getting, it's like sort of unfair because like. You can tell he's going through something. Yeah. But but that's the thing. He he does this every time. Like every time like he's got that album coming. Yeah. I'm gonna go on Twitter, I'm gonna wild out because that's that's gonna get the eyes on me and people gonna listen to my album because yeah. I'm crazy as hell, bro. Like that's what it is. And like people celebrate that. Yeah, like the other like it was like maybe yesterday he tweeted, he was like, I'm wearing Jordans till I'm on the board at Adidas. Like Yeah, he that's some like he don't get me wrong, yay yay's different. But, you know, he does have, was it, um, bipolar, and he has a lot of stuff going on with him. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So, one thing, I think that's, a, like, a bigger conversation when we got to look at people. Because, like, you know, like even a lot of my friends, you know, and, you know, like, most people, they was like, yo, that nigga crazy. <laughs> but I'm like, like, mental health is, like, you know, I've, you know, it's, it's certain people, like, even, like, I've seen with, like, family members and people that, you know, suffer from mental health, and it's like, Calling them crazy is the the worst yeah, thing to do. You yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So you know we look at it, and that's the biggest thing I think with our generation in general is we don't like to understand other people. Right. Not that we don't like to, but it's just if you don't think the way I think. Same thing with like Trump supporters, and you know it's like it's like my nigga, like okay, we don't gotta agree with what they what they agree with. You know what I mean? But you have a lot of people when they go and they wanna fuck you, spit on people, and it's just like, my nigga, if they was doing that one, because, you know, I voted for Obama, that's the first president I could vote for was right. Obama. Right. So, and, you know, I, I voted for Hillary, but I don't like Hillary either, my nigga, to be honest with you. You know, but it was, you know, I don't feel with Trump, so, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day is, we got to look at it, we didn't fuck with when a lot of shit was going on that they were saying towards Obama, so we can't be, what's the what's the thing called, the, the cat black or the kettle black, whatever. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's a lot of things... You see with even our generation when it comes to men, women, black women, black men, and it's a disconnect because nobody really wants to sit down and understand each person. You know what I mean? And and that's where even with like yay, like yay do shit, and we just like, oh that nigga crazy, but it's like, nigga, in his head, he's making sense. He's making sense. Yeah. And you have to respect that at the end of the day. Because right. we not him, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just it's 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 tricky. So with that being said, Kanye West Nah, 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 nah,
Nah, my, my, my biggest thing on that, my niggas, is I fuck with Kanye, <laughs> but my nigga. I don't want him right on my Yeah, right I'm not. I'm I, not want, about, I want him on the machine making beats on the 808. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not about to hire an accountant to perform surgery, my nigga. <laughs> so any, anybody listening to this, my nigga, like, just have some common sense and, and you know what I mean, at least have some type of public office, at, at something, school board committee, something, my nigga. Right. Don't don't hire a fucking construction worker to perform heart surgery on you, my nigga. Would you do that? So come on, let's be let's be real, my niggas. Let's let's grow up and let's be let's be more. You know what I mean? Goddamn, like niggas be on some. But I be yeah. seeing niggas like I'm like y'all niggas is thirty years old, talking about some Kanye Yo, for president. Like what's up with y'all niggas, bro? Could you imagine a stimulus check of just all Yeezys? Bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I resell all them shits. So I ain't gonna lie, I'm not mad at that. They, they get, they, oh yeah, you fucking right. You fucking right. Now I think about it. Actually, yeah, fuck that. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so aside so aside from traveling, aside mm-hmm. from, you know, just trying out different food spots, what would you say like are you into any hobbies right now? Like anything like you do on the side, maybe to just like, you know, keep yourself busy? Man, I'm lazy as shit. Damn. I need yeah, I need to fix that, bro. I've been I was working out at first on quarantine, trying to get my cooking on. I slacked up. Um, I wanna start biking. Okay. Mm. Personally, we talking fixed gear. We talking mountain. We talking. Uh, I'm just, I'm just on the road with. It. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to. I don't even know. I'm gonna get the cheapest bike I possible. Got a, <laughs> I got a friend who uh, lives at the beach. He bikes like 20 miles a day. For real? Like I know you be feeling good. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to be on some shit like that, bro. Yeah. So I know with me, I've been getting. Well, it's for like for the last year, I've been getting into running. Mm-hmm. So I would say about almost every run morning, I run about five to eight miles a day. Damn, nigga. Right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, <laughs> He tells me that, I'm like, yo, what? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I can't run a half a mile without being like, yo, I'm over this. Yeah, bro, it should be getting, I'd be fucking hurting, <laughs> yeah. bro. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I, I have a leg injury that is still hurt from when I went running in, like, March, dude. Right, it's just, Damn. For, for, me, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. for me, it's just so routine now. Like, I don't know, it's like every morning, like, I get up at 6 a.m., like go out to my trash wall and do my and if I like if I don't feel tired by the fifth mile I'll go for that ten miles. Damn. Like. Yeah. Ten. So Ken, Ken, Kenny yeah. on some bullshit, y'all. Yeah. Get your runs in. You know? <laughs> but, um, I know Eli over here. He's got. Oh yeah, no, we do. We do tons of activities. We got tennis, right? You play tennis or play tennis? I played tennis, but I suck. Yeah. No, I just started playing. It, I'm trash, but I'm getting better. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I'm a soccer type of nigga. I grew up playing see, soccer. Hey. Catch me out there, bro. Oh, you can fuck with. I was a striker. I, I played for okay. like fourteen years. Yeah, but I'm more of a midfield. Midfield guy. Midfield okay, guy. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I want to get back into that too. Though. I really want to start playing that shit. Some yeah, you can't right now. You, too many people you don't know unless you got yeah. a squad. You know. Yeah, you're right about that. And I'm not about to be running with the mask on. Right. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, fucking, it's not fun. Yeah. yeah. How's that go, Kenny? What? Don't you want the mask on? No, nah, I run without it. Uh, but I'm outside, though, so that that's the thing. Yeah. So, like, I switch it up. Sometimes I run it by a trash can. Sometimes I just run, like, just around my neighborhood. But, like, I've done a run once where it was, I've done a half marathon. And I ran from my house, I want to say, to, like, Oscar Smith in Chesapeake. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I would have called an Uber halfway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got, a, I, got a, I got a buddy whose dad just ran 50 miles. What? Just ran it, like, one night because he felt like it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's something I'm just trying to be on. I'm trying to be like you do the dude you see with like the running hat on, the little watch on. Oh, like, for sure. Like, yeah. like I'm trying to run in like a half marathon, like in like New York, or run a marathon. You like one of them niggas, to be honest though. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Tall and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, just, see me, you see me on the corner, just like yeah. nigga, like Obama. <laughs> 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 the new balance is on. Yeah. Okay, that's so 
I kind of want to take it back a little bit. So as far mm-hmm. as like, I know we discussed a little bit earlier in the episode as far as like Pacers and illegal mm-hmm. natives. Just talk about that, just that whole process going through that, but then also working into the new story you're going to be unveiling. Yeah. So, I mean, like Pacers in general was, we were young, bro. Like we were, like I said, 21 you know, went on a limb, made a lot of dumb mistakes, even with, yeah. like, leases. You know, that's funny, because I remember somebody telling me, it was like, yeah, that place is cool, but it's, like, dusty, and it's just run by a bunch of kids. Like, yeah, nah, that's yeah. what it was. It was literally, like, it became a hangout spot. Yeah. And we, like, the the first one was just some bullshit. Like, we signed, like, a sublease for, like, $1,300 a month. The dude wasn't even paying the landlords. So like one day, this old lady comes in and is like, like, "Who are you yeah. guys?" Yeah, like yo. Yeah, and we're like, uh, "Who are you?" And she was like, "I own this building." And she was like, "Yeah, the dude hasn't been paying his rent, wow. which we were paying him." So they were like, "Yeah, we're I'm selling the building in like three months." So being young, young niggas, you know, we on some rah rah shit. I pulled up to the nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not even gonna say no names because you know he's the type of dude to be on some bullshit. But uh, you know, like defamation of character. But let's just say you know we 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 pulled up on him. He tried to keep our furniture because we were like we're not paying no more rent. Right. Um, my partner at the time was like, "Fuck, it, it's not worth it." But you know, I, I pulled up on some bullshit, and um, you know. Sometimes you gotta just pull up. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta pull up on it. But I mean, was young. That don't. I'm right. not. I'm not condoning that <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, at that time, you know, I'm 27 now. So you know, this was like six years ago. But uh, but yeah. So um, then leading from that, we got our second location, and um, you know, business is business. A lot of the the other stores in the area blocked our accounts. Different different things like that. So you know, we had rent to pay. So we kind of became you know being young and dumb. And we all had our other shit going on. We kind of turned into more of like a hangout, like a art kind of space. You know, you can come and, you know, do your thing there. So like um, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. we rented out to, to local art. I think we was like the first spot to actually like rent out to like anybody could like come and say, yo, I want to do a pop up. So we we definitely lost focus. But um, in the end, I think Pacers became less of a brand. Like we did Complex Con. We did all that shit. You know, got invited to that 2017. But we became more so a, a place where local, we let a lot of black, a lot of black kids and, and you know what I mean, black people, they didn't have nowhere. If you had a clothing brand, if you had a mixtape and you wanted to release it, ain't nobody was fucking with them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they they weren't letting you rent out they spot or, or even at a, at a decent price. So that's kind of what we turned Pacers into more of like a, a outlet for people in our area to, to do what they want to do with it. You yeah, know what I mean? Man. And I, I remember, so I... Worked at Pacers for, I want to say, it was about a, a year. Yeah, yeah. About a year. And yeah. just working there, just having that experience of, like, people having, like, have events there yeah. and just wanted to showcase their things, like, with the clothes or the music and everything. It was definitely a dope experience. It was I, just, like... I work, I work with Kenny now, so I, I, I'm sorry that what you had to... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, was, I was on my mellow shit, like... You walk in, I would just be at the counter front, just be like, yo, what's up? Like, stare at him from the counter? Nah. Yeah. You stare at him? Yo, um, we. But, um, so, like, with that, like, how are you, like, what's your, like, transition going into your, you want to tell us a little bit about your new store coming up? 
Yeah, so we got um, a new store called Angel Dust or ADS. Um, so where ADS is completely different, we're grown now. So um, it's it's completely different. Like we built it from scratch, pretty much. Um, crazy budget, man. We have crazy. We have Midnight Studios, T Rex Global, Kasubi Denim, Burberry. Um, yeah, man. We we we're on a different type of shit now. So the reason why pace was kind of ended as well. I got tired of it because personally, I grew out of streetwear, and I could I didn't really want to sell the shit that I wouldn't even want to wear. And um, when we did pace, it was more of like a skate kind of streetwear store aspect. So now we're bringing in everything. So even like, well, we even we're doing like even like a lot of cons- not consignment, but more so showroom pieces. So we even have chrome hearts. So Kenny, oh my God, <laughs> Kenny, yeah. <laughs> Are you ex- dude? They have chrome. Yeah, oh, yeah. But but yeah. So like we um so like a lot of the accounts we have you know are, are crazy good accounts, but uh, we also want to bring stuff that normally people we've seen from where we're from, they want to get it, but they can't you know tap into it. So you know we went out there and I mean we even got Chanel pieces, uh, Cartier pieces and we're even gonna have Rolexes in there so and everything's authentic with paperwork you know we pretty much just sourcing the stuff and you know we even we don't make money on it it's more of a showroom to like hey this is what's out here this is like flash it so like ADS is a the actual it's different from the brand the store is Angel does showroom so um that's it's like a showroom piece for people to to fuck with like that so you guys are gonna do a namesake clothing label as well yeah, but it's it's completely different. Right. So okay. this this is just for here. We don't even plan the next store we open. We want to just be for ADS, just the brand. Okay. So that's so Angel Dust Studios, which is the brand a- aspect of ADS, is completely different. Okay. So um, we're doing like furniture, leather goods, rare shit like that. Yeah. Okay. And as far as like for, have you already gotten discussion of for like? Where the next location will possibly be, or is that kind of? Um, yeah, that's still in the air. Yeah, we gotta. Yeah, we haven't opened this one up yet, so we gotta. Yeah, hey, yeah, we gotta. Yeah, yeah. Corona definitely fucked yeah. up a lot of shit. So yeah, speaking of that, uh, how was how has COVID affected plans of moving forward to opening up the store? Shit, bro. Like, did it push anything back? Hell yeah, we were supposed to be open in April. Damn. So you know, but we we gotta we looking like in October. Okay. You know. It's coming up. Yeah. COVID, man, I tell you. Yeah. yeah. As far as like, because I've, of course, I've been to the store and, and mm. just seen the few, the progressions that's been made mm. over the course of the months. Like, who came up with the whole design of the store? Because I'm very interested. Oh, so so I, I designed everything. I, um, So I had a vision for it. I wanted to make it like a concrete um, box, pretty much. Very clean, minimalistic. And so uh, my cousin... Shout out to Alexandria. <laughs> She's an architect. She lives in Toronto. And, yeah, so I hit up my cousin. I was like, yo, because she has this whole collective. Um, I'm I'm sorry. She's going to be pissed off at me if she hears it, but I forgot what the collective's called. Um, but uh, she she has this collective, and, like, it's like a group. It's, like, her and her friend Mimi. So Mimi's an interior designer, and she does work. She lives in Barcelona. So I contacted her, and she was like, you know what? I'm connected with Mimi to work it out. So... Looked this looked out and pretty much me and Mimi spent like two months just working on like the design aspect of it and um come up with everything from the furniture sourcing to doing the renders and 
you know, that's what it came about. It's uh, it's really cool because I, I often think about how much fun it would be to build a store from the ground up. You get to how much hard, genuine hard work it is. But also, it has to be so much fun, man, to just create something from the ground up. You have to like you talk probably had to do like city stuff, like get permits. <laughs> Bruh, and, crazy. Like, like that's insane to me. Like I mean, it's been since literally. November. Yeah. Last November. So, well, we ain't in November yet. So, yeah. Right. So, November, it was, it's was it been literally almost a year of just building it from, it was literally just a, a warehouse. And we, you know, we seen the building plans. They were, uh, Legend Property Group was building it. And we were like, yo, we want to come in. And, you know, but so we came in when there was nothing. It was an empty shell. Right. And so from what it's, what it's at now is completely different you know it was just literally just an empty warehouse looking space and seeing it cut up and the window everything being put in so yeah it's, it's crazy to see a lot of a lot of work uh, a lot of ups and downs a lot of unforeseen things i mean bro we spent like ten thousand dollars on stainless steel sheets yeah. you know metal sheets to go on the walls and huh. like you know just you know fucking something like half of that shit up yeah. and and then trying to make it work and uh Man, it's, you know, just a lot of ups and downs and, and lessons and, you know, permits you got to pull and your contract has to pull your GC. Um, almost getting charged $78,000 for some shit that only costs us 30000 wow. to do ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and realizing, like, this ain't the smart way and then having to work that puzzle out and, like, well, shit, I'm not about to pay 80000 You know, how can I lower my cost? Right. So you know, it's it's a lot of lot of things you learn along the way that you know is valuable. I, I would say, just yeah, that's really dope, man. Yeah. And so, as far as like when, what do you see for the future of ADS as a whole, but then also yourself? Ah uh, man, so I wanna I wanna see ADS more. So the showroom, like my whole real main focus is both, but I wanna see the brand. So I wanna really indulge in the brand and move the brand to different places more so than the store personally um definitely would love to have locations but you know brick and mortar i want to have brick and mortar for the brand elsewhere um seoul japan shit like that yeah. i really I really want to fuck with the asian market um even my me and my boy we've been talking about you in africa like yeah. what can we put in africa like what's what's going on out I there? there's a lot of untapped market i think i think in japan would be cool because when japanese people find something they mm -hmm. like they go crazy crazy for it. crazy for it Sizing, you gotta get the sizing right though. Out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you right about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a fact. That is a fact. Well, we're getting to the the closing of our episode. Um, it was good having you on uh, today, just to talk about different things, talk about the progression of just ADS as a whole. Um, excuse me, just talk about a whole bunch of different topics that we usually want to kind of keep doing with all the guests we bring mm -hmm. on but it was definitely a pleasure well no i appreciate you guys having me it's been a pleasure man thank you <laughs>